Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Hello. Hi. I'm Brittany. And I'm Brad. And we are Audio Shelf. Today we're going to be talking about Lifetime movies and Hallmark movies and books. Yes. That is what we are talking about today. Before we begin, though, ho, 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 make sure to hit that red button down below to subscribe to our channel. Yes. And also hit that little bell so you can stay up to date whenever we release a new episode. Uh, Okay, so now we're safe to say today. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. We are turning some of the books that we really enjoy at the Christmas season Mm -hmm. into Hallmark Lifetime, sometimes Cinemax Mm -hmm. movies. Ooh. We have been total trash. Garbage. Garbage for some holiday Christmas books. Yes. This has been the most Christmas book listening that I think I have done in my whole life. Exactly. And I think it's to blame Lifetime and Hallmark for all these damn Christmas movies and holiday movies coming out, making us watch them. Yep. And now we got to read them. Yep. Countdown to Christmas, just dumb Christmas movies, Mm. Christmas movies coming out in theaters. Yes. I just saw Last Christmas last weekend with Amelia Clark. Yeah. Netflix has a bunch of them. Mm. Hulu has a bunch of them. All them damn royal babies. Royal babies everywhere. There's a whole school of royal babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we decided, why not listen to some Christmas audiobooks and see if they would fit the formula for a Hallmark Lifetime, HBO, Netflix, Hulu, Christmas Hanukkah. Yes. Movie. So let's begin. Yes. What book did you listen to? All right. So I'm going to get it out there. The one that I don't think would be a good Christmas movie during the holidays. Okay. So Orson Scott Cards, A Town Divided by Christmas. Mm. I don't think it would be a good movie. Why? Because it was too mm, boring. They they kept talking about genomes and science stuff. And amoebas. And amoebas. And then religion. And I was just like, you're trying to prove a point, Orson Scott Card, and I don't want to watch this for Christmas. Not my Christmas books. Not my Christmas books. But it was very deceiving because the town divided by Christmas. Come on. Oh. Isn't that so dramatic? That sounds like drama extraordinaire. It sounds like something that has already been. Exactly. A Christmas movie that I watched yesterday. Yes. So basically it was a book about... How a, a small town was literally divided by religion versus science. Boring. Boring. Do families. Do Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Do we don't families. Need new, we don't need new spins put on things with religion and science. Hello. Big debate. Yes. I mean, at least give me like the town divided by Christmas. This this town believes in Hanukkah and this town believes in Christmas. And then they, in the end, they merge together to say we are all the same people. We just believe in different things. I would like that. That was beautiful. I would like that movie. You should write that yeah, book. Yeah, I would like that movie. Yeah, yeah, write that, <sighs> write that. But yes, so I just I couldn't see this, and if it was on a channel, I would have to pick out of Lifetime or Hallmark or Hulu or Netflix. I would pick like the National Discovery Channel. Oh, <laughs> Ancient Aliens. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, that that was my first choice that I had for the Christmas books. It was about three hours and 12 minutes long. Mm-hmm. It was narrated by Emily Rakin and it was produced by Blackstone Audio. But I tell you, 
It was boring central. Yeah. And we listened to this over Overdrive. Yes, Overdrive. Yeah. So we used our local public library to listen to this book. I did not finish it, Mm -hmm. but Brad did. Yes. But you started it. So thank you for your service. You're welcome. Of listening. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. So what's your first choice? (laughs) My first choice was... The Christmas Pact. <laughs> That's already a title. It's already a title. It's already a title. It has already been like multiple Christmas movies mm-hmm. on Hallmark specifically Ooh. that I have seen multiple times mm-hmm. but with different actors and actresses in the lead roles. Yes. So basically the Christmas Pact is two people, Riley Kennedy mm. and Kennedy Riley. <laughs> they work at the same publishing company and – comedic sitcom level fun happens whenever they get a new email that is supposed to be for the other person but comes to them. And it was about an Ask Allie or Ask um Ask Amy kind of situation. Ask Alice or something. Yeah. Yeah, something about that Dear kind of mom. Dear Mom or something. Whatever. Dear yeah. Abby. Abby, Abby. <laughs> It was like oh. a it was like a dear Abby kind of storyline. Yes, and of course that email got sent to the wrong person. Personal lives, personal matters, like spread their business all off. Confidentiality. All the Who is she? Who is she? So a lot of things happen. Basically, they have two like weird things happening in their family. Mm-hmm. Kennedy Riley, who is the male, has a wedding to go to that he doesn't want to go to. And Riley Kennedy has family holiday stuff that she doesn't want to go to because she feels like a failure in Mm -hmm. her family. And so they agree to pretend to be each other's boyfriend and girlfriend for these two different holiday festive things. And basically, you probably already have guessed what happens in the end. Fake boyfriend trope. Yep. Yep, it's one of the biggest tropes. I think Hallmark and Lifetime both release like three of these a year. Yes, yes. With, with the same premise. It all started with Holiday and Handcuffs with Melissa Joan Hart and Mario Lopez. The best Christmas movie ever. You would say that. I do. I love a good stalker. Oh, anyway, the thing that makes this different where I would not put it on Hallmark or Lifetime. What? What? I would put this on Netflix. Ooh, oh, Okay. You know, you know who is going to be who is going to be Riley Kennedy? <laughs> I think I know. Who? Who do you think? Either Clark from the 100. <laughs> Cuz she was in Christmas Inheritance. Yes, she was. <laughs> she totally was, but I can't see her in some of these scenes. Or I don't know her name. I don't know her real name, but she plays the main character in I Zombie. And she was in The Royal Christmas Babies and The Royal Christmas and The Royal Marriage. Movies. That was Netflix. her? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You shut your mouth I will right not. now. You I will shut, not. You shut your confetti president mouth. <gasps> what? Uh, no. Yeah. iZombie. No, I, that can't be her. And I love iZombie too. So it's like. <gasps> that is, is her. her. What? Oh my God. Wow. Yep. Ivy something, Rose, right? Rose, Rose McIver. Rose, yeah. Rose McIver. <laughs> it was a plant. It was a plant. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. No, I can totally see her mm-hmm. being um being Riley. Mm-hmm. And Kennedy, I would have to say, would be somebody uh who's the Fifty Shades of Grey guy? Oh, Dorian or something like that. Yeah. Or what's his name? You know, I like Justin Hartley for Kennedy Riley. Who's that? The one we were like fangirling over the other day with all the shower picks. <sighs> I don't know his name, I only know his face. Yeah. I just got hot. <laughs> Justin Hartley. Mm-hmm. Wow, this video is a mess. <laughs> J 
Jamie Dernan, I could see as Kennedy. Okay. Or if we're going to go younger, the Justin Hartley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. so the reason why I say that this would not fit on a Hallmark or a Lifetime movie is because it is raunchy. Like, yeah. I'm talking HR disaster mm-hmm. yep. of a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, Kennedy is a problem. He needs to lose his job. He needs to lose his job and be evaluated because he's a problem. But in these Mm. books, in these holiday books, why do the people who have problems like Christmas in handcuffs Mm -hmm. and like this one, why is it hot? Why is it hot? Why? If it were real life, we would be spooked. We would be creeped out. We would be reporting it. But in these books, it's like, oh, yeah, of course I'm going to fall for you because you're a hot dude or you're a funny, cool chick. You're in a suit. Yeah. It just makes no sense. Yeah. So I think that this one would be good on Netflix because Netflix could kind of play out those little raunchy scenes. They could Mm -hmm. have those jokes that like just borderline, not PG anymore. Mm -hmm. It's more PG-13 at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Andy Arndt, you know that's our girl. Yes. She was perfect as Riley Kennedy. Perfect. Perfect. Amazing. We have different comments for the person who was playing Kennedy. I don't think his voice matched the personality mm-hmm. that I was building in my head. I want a Zachary Weber. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, Let's be yeah. real. Andy Arndt and Zachary Weber are a dream team. They are. Oh, my gosh. But this book is another short one. It's about two and a half hours. Yeah, uh, it's very three. short. Yeah, almost, almost three. three. Um, you can listen to it very quickly. And it's a great little holiday read when you want to get hot and bothered. Mm. So my second choice, which I do see becoming a Hallmark Channel original Christmas movie. Okay. The Mistletoe Secret by Richard Paul Evans, who I like to call Dick Paul Evans. He has written so many Mistletoe Inn books, I can't even keep track of. There is Mistletoe Inn, there's Mistletoe Promise, there's Mistletoe Secret. I feel like there's like Mistletoe Christmas. You know who I see as the main character? Who? Who? Take a guess. Candace Cameron (laughs) Yes. Bray? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. What about. Oh, my God. Jody Sweeten. (gasps) Brad. Oh. You just slayed me. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. So there are a couple of girls in this book. So basically, the story is about a man who gets cheated on by his wife, and he ends up following a blog of another lonely person. And the woman is... This is this not a Hallmark movie it, it, already? It really is. Like, come on now. So this woman is only known by LBH. Okay. And she signs that you know, all of her blogs is a very... She's very lonely and she's depressed and she's in this town, but she's very secretive about where she is. However, this guy is a creeper, which I do not like about the book. He is a creeper and digs into all of her posts and analyzes them and finds out, oh, she lives in this one town because this is the only town that produces this one thing. So he goes to this town that he he like he stays at the Mistletoe Inn uh-huh. and he's asking around, do you know this girl? Do you know this girl? And and he like studies everyone with with the initials LBH. Is this not what we were just saying about? I know this would be creepy it's any other creepy. time. And he ends up meeting this girl Arya, and they all fall in love because they're like the same person. And then he ends up breaking Arya's heart because he's found the LBH, and then the the story goes from there. But, but Arya is LBH, probably. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't care. Spoiler alert. Didn't even listen to it. Arya is LBH because her name is Lonely Broken Hearted. Oh, 
yes. Yes. And the real LBH that he thinks it is, he falls in love with her too. <gasps> but then he's like, but something's off about this girl. I really still can't get my mind off of Arya. Because she doesn't have a broken heart. And guess who ends up getting angry because Arya lied to him about being LBH. You're kidding. He has his he big gets mad at, fit. He gets mad at her after he has stalked her broken her heart went with somebody else who wasn't her because he thought that it was her mm -hmm. and then he gets mad at her and then he leaves her he, he throws a hissy fit so you lied to me she was like i lied to you because i didn't want to acknowledge that i was lonely broken and hearted oh my god oh my god and then they end up together in naturally, the end, naturally. because the guy's like, you need, you made a mistake, dude. And he's like, yeah, I got to go back and fix it. So the con, another con about this audiobook is that it was narrated by the author. Ooh. If you're an author. Ooh, yikes. Do not narrate your book. Mm -hmm. It's stupid. Mm -mm. Take it from two audiobook reviewers. Mm -hmm. You are, you might be a great reader and you might have great emotion, but you have too much emotion for the characters because you want, you, you were trying to give us what you believe. Yes. And that's the narrator's job is to make us want to believe other things that you might not you might not see us having thoughts about. Yeah. So please do not narrate your books. It's stupid. He did have a co-narrated, but she only read a little bit of Arya's parts. Oh. And it wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. Throughout the whole novel, it was mostly him. Yeah. So please don't narrate your own book. No. I mean, I'm sure if you are a previous narrator or you're an actor that is writing your own book, then maybe you could get away with narrating it. But there's just too much in there. You are too invested in these characters, mm. making sure they come off right. And it it can come off very wrong. Yeah. If you are the author. And his voice, he wrote this character to be the sexy guy. Not really, but I wanted it to be a sexy guy because if you're going to stalk a girl, please don't be creepy. Be sexy. Rule number one of stalking, don't be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like he was like frumpy and yeah. I was just like, ugh, he's creepy. It just doesn't work for the holiday movies because you know that in all of the Christmas movies, these people are... So beautiful, mm -hmm. which I think is something that interesting about Unwrapping Noel. Yes. Which would be another one that I would not put on Hallmark or Lifetime because I want those sexy scenes. I want the sexy scenes and I want them to be genuine. Yes. I don't want them to be, oh, I'm a, I'm a big girl, but I, I, I got to be covered off the screen with like, yeah. you know, blankets covering my body. No, I want the, the full thing. Yes. We want the full effect because mm -hmm. that is what needs to be represented in today's media. We need all shapes and sizes represented. Yes. And the fact that I watched a Hallmark movie that had a big, beautiful woman in it, but she was the background character who and, would literally just yes. laugh at dumb things yeah. that were said. She'll pop up on screen and then go away. Yeah. She would pop up and be like, I don't think you should do that. Yeah. And then leave. And then she would be blurry the rest of the time. And you would just be able to see her blurry little face mm -hmm. looking at them like they're crazy. Mm -hmm. Or she would be the person yeah. that would interrupt them. They, they were about mm -hmm. to kiss and she'd be like, I'm sorry, I just have to interrupt. Yes. And you hate her. You end up hating mm -hmm. her. And right. you believe me, you can be frumpy. If you're frumpy, that's okay. Yeah. But don't write a book about you being frumpy and stalking people. And creepy. Because that don't fly well. That's not cute. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. So the other book that I want to turn into a movie. Mm, a movie? Ooh. Might, Which channel? Might not be Hallmark or... Okay. Okay. One thing we got to get straight here. Mm -hmm. The books that I listened to didn't go into them <laughs> thinking that this would be what they were. All of them basically ended up being softcore porn. So, Home for the Holidays by Janine Frost 
is the book that I listened to. And it was a novella based off of a big series. Hmm. And it was a vampire series. Oh, hell. Yeah. So this was a holiday, like, interlude kind of situation. It was narrated by Tavia Gilbert, and it's a very short book. It's about two and a half hours long. You do not have to be familiar with the other characters from the series. Like, you don't have to be familiar with the other books at all. Because I had no idea what was happening, but there was enough, like, information by the main character, Kat, to kind of get you by. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of just fall in love with these characters or you don't like them. There's like different elements to it, which were really, really cool. But the reason why it is not going to be a Hallmark or Lifetime movie is because it had vampires, mm-hmm. demons. Oh, demons. And a lot of dick. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. Like, these scenes, they let up um, and they were graphic. Sometimes they would do that little cutaway where you could like kind of see the camera panning away mm. right when it was getting to the good stuff. Mm. But there was a cl- <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And there was a lot of neck biting. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. I like yeah. neck biting. Yeah. And so it was very interesting. So it was kind of a sci-fi vampire demon. I, it felt very supernatural if you watch that TV series. Mm-hmm. It felt like it could be a a turned up episode of Supernatural All where right. we actually see Dean. Ooh! Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. Um, but I would say that it would be a perfect fit on HBO, one of the late night ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, you could really have those scenes in there All right. and watch a lot of action packed. It was not your typical Christmas book. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Happy holidays. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, the book was about a group of vampires. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's, uh, there's a surprise party and then there's like chaos ensuing because there's demon possessed vampire coming in wreaking havoc and they have to figure out how to stop it. Wow. You had me on possessed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was really, really good. Yeah. So, you know, Hallmark, Lifetime, HBO. Hulu, Netflix, you, you heard us. Yes. Reach at us. Get our ideas. Mm-hmm. We can produce some stuff. Hit us up. Yeah. We already have people in our minds mm-hmm. to play all of these parts. All the people that you've worked with already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For the most part. Yes. I don't think Candace Cameron Bure would be going down on a vampire. No. No. <laughs> Before we end... Make sure to hit that red button down below and give us some Christmas goodies. Yes. That always reminds me. Oh, there's a RuPaul reference in Home for the Holidays. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Someone's dressed in, like, the pirate shirt from Seinfeld with, like, tight leather pants. Yeah. And the main character's like, RuPaul wouldn't even be caught in that. So you know it's a good book. Oh, that's good. It's really good. That's good. And also, if you want to tell us what holiday books you have listened to this year or in years past that you want to see turned into Hallmark, Cinemax, Hulu, Netflix, Lifetime, Mm -hmm. cable TV network live shows like Grease, 
let us know mm-hmm. on our social medias. You can find us on Twitter yeah. at Audio Shelf Me, Instagram at Audio Shelf Me, and Facebook at Audio Ooh. Shelf. Also on our social medias is our link tree. So make sure to click that little link tree, and then you can be directed to a link that says, ooh, sign up for a free trial of Libro.fm. Does it say, ooh? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so you can get a free month and use our code. Yeah. So until next time, this has been Audio Bye. Talk, where we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest books and topics for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Thank you.